Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, Series 3, Episode 7. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with the team, <laughs> Lucy Wilson. Hello. Anna Neary. Hello, hello. And Tom Hazelden. Hello, we am the team. We, <laughs> we am the team. Today we have some wonderful articles for you today. Articles, um, articles. About mandolin, cats, ballet, how to do theatre on a budget and also don't do it <laughs> yeah male duets so uh, uh yeah oh wow listen what a in variety for, yeah uh we also have a game doing guest character again as it was again? uh yeah again it's not it the same character as last time no. is it okay there we go there's a little clue hey girl what you doing <laughs> who's that character let's guess what? <laughs> <laughs> that, thanks, for that Tom. So you know what that's no, from? Lovely. No, mean go on. Girls. Sure. Mean girl? <laughs> yeah. Well did done. I, did we get right? Yeah. I never what watched it. New girl. Ah, there we go. It's the theme tune. Well, it's not. But <laughs> who's that girl? It's Jess. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it now. Yeah. But cool. I said, who's that character? <laughs> Let's guess. <laughs> <laughs> clever, clever. BBC well Two, watch out. Tom's coming for you. Oh, it rhymed. Lush. Um, and we have our Am Dram shows for you. So, Sorry. Tom, let's kick <clears throat> us off with your article. Okay. So, first one uh, I have of one of two uh, is less of an article, more of a, a PSA. Uh, so... There's a, a tour starting uh, of Captain Corelli's Mandolin, uh, which is, is going on tour uh, in, in the UK soon. Um, and part of the show revolves around a mandolin, which is like a kind of baby guitar thing. Uh, and or the, an orange. Or an orange. <laughs> um, I think that's a mandarin, <laughs> but which is also a language. Um I once knew a girl called a mandarin. Mandarin. Um, so <laughs> a cake. No, Madeira. Madeira. That's it. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> it depends though, because I have my cheaper cake and my dearer cake, but it Yay. depends which one you prefer. <laughs> this is my mandolin cake. Anyway, um, so the the mandolin they're using, uh, which is a very important part of the show, uh, is 129 years old. What? Um, That's it. But this oh. is a sad story because it was left on a train. <laughs> oh. They left it on a train uh, following following an, uh, a 6.34 southeastern train journey from London Bridge to Sidcup. Uh, they realised that they no longer had the instrument. I mean, someone um, really fluffed up there, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so the, this is uh, a PSA because... Um, the the producers are urging commuters or train passengers to help try and find it. Uh, this will be a fairly old article, I guess. Anyway, by the time this is out, so it might have been found, or they might have just given up. But if you if you know anything, uh, then you can contact info at nml.org.uk. Um, the the one of the guys said, "We spent a long time hunting for the perfect mandolin. It's devastating to lose it so close to the show. I'm playing throughout the show, and you create quite a connection with an instrument. If anyone has picked it up by mistake, we'd be so grateful for its return." Um, the show's opening up uh, on in the Rose Theatre 
on the 25th of April, which is in Kingston. So you've still got time if it shows up. Uh, I'm guessing they'll just get another one, but if anyone finds it. <laughs> that is straight on eBay. Mm. No. Somebody's put that straight on eBay. Uh, so that's one article. Uh, oh, not that I was say. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you thought what? I 100% zoned out and I thought that was your second article. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. you said the first one was a quick one. Wow. It was. It was just a, a PSA. That was not you quick. That was because you were talking about cakes and <laughs> Yeah. Mate, it would have been very quick otherwise. <laughs> a fair shot. I assure you. Uh, my second one uh, is not actually from a source that I don't think we've used before. Uh, it's from MovieWeb. Um, so they had uh, a big thing last weekend as of recording this called CinemaCon where they show a load of new trailers and stuff. There was a new Aladdin trailer. Cinema. Uh, I think there was a new Lion King clip and stuff. Part of it, anyway, that they showed was uh, a trailer, or not not a trailer, sorry, but footage from the film Cats, uh, ah. which we've had a lot of <laughs> chats help. about on this podcast. Uh, I don't think anyone's excited about it. Um, but this article will uh, make you... Much less excited. Uh, <laughs> Why? I'm just going to read uh, 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 one line that was the first line I, I saw when I opened this up, which is, it sounds extra weird. That's it. Um, what, so that is the first sentence? That is not the first sentence, oh. but it's the first one I saw. So it's being directed by Tom Hooper, who directed Les Mis, the film. Um, but what what's so weird about it is that the, the, the actors are... Oh, I'll read you the title because I think this describes it fairly well. The cat's cast will be cat-sized in the feline movie musical. So the 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 actors playing the cats are going to be Shrunk sized down. down. So oh, it will be like God. Taylor Swift. There's a bit in here, if I can find it actually, that says... So they're like um, the actual size of cats. Yeah. That is the, that is the most ridiculous um, thing I've ever heard. Moly. It says... I'm try- Oh, here we go. Uh, all all of the uh, all of the cat stuff will be added in later, uh, and it was made clear that this movie will be very heavy on the digital effects. So basically, they're going to CGI tails onto oh shut the cast. Up. Wait, so it's like people's faces on cats, <laughs> like a gif. No, <laughs> that's what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just gonna have like. they're just gonna have CGI tails, and they're gonna be That's made gonna... to look. But why don't you just... small? What, um, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like in Vibe. the movie Elf, where oh, yeah, they yeah. use forced perspective and make yeah. him look huge. I think it'll be like that. So, yeah, but be that like... was done physically, not yeah. And also, but an I think... elf is very different to a cat. Yeah, I imagine it'll be maybe some CGI backgrounds and stuff. But basically, there's a line in this article that says. Uh, Oh, here it is. So just picture Taylor Swift on a gigantic couch with a CGI cat tail. That's what this movie is going to be. <laughs> um, oh, God. Oh, well, we'll see. But we'll Dame Judi Dench see. put it this way. We spent a very long time observing cats and learning how to be cats. Oh, shut up. Yeah. I, I don't think I can watch this. I, I'm quite excited, but for, for the wrong reason. The wrong re- like, I think it will be a laugh. Um Oh, no. Not maybe not a laugh, but I think it will be a bit of a joke to like musical theatre 
people. I Anna think. doesn't like the musical anyway, so it. what's she going to think of this film? I hate the show as it is, and plus everything else on top of it. It's going to be a nightmare. I think they're just Holly, <laughs> Hollywoodifying it. But yeah, there we go. Cats, cats, cats. Whoopity whoop. Meow, meow, meow. Meow. From cat to Anna. No connection there. Excuse me? No. <laughs> Calling me a cat? <laughs> Maybe I am. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. We've all been a part of production teams, haven't we? You yeah. have. We know yes. what it's like to put on a show. Yeah. Yes. A struggle. It is a struggle. Um, and especially promoting a show and getting bums on seats for shows. So. Theatre kids, oh no, sorry, that's not it. Theatre nerds <laughs> um, did an article on how to promote your show on a shoestring budget. Um, and it comes up with a lot of things um, that, uh, you know, you might have thought of already. We already do and stuff. Quite that. obvious. Yeah. Um, so putting on a show is a lot of hard work and requires money. Once the costume, lights and stage have been paid for, people often forget about the promotion aspect of production and simply don't know how to market on a shoestring budget. So here are some ideas. So number one is flyers. Oh. Would you agree that they are useful to promote shows? Yeah. Um, Flyer yes. drops are good. Yeah. yeah, but like, I suppose... Money-wise, like, you get a lot for your money, mm -hmm. but I don't think they're as effective anymore as they used to be because mm -hmm. a lot of people see it as junk mail. I'd agree. I think yeah. they're good when you do them right. When yeah. you literally, for, like, local productions, when you literally plaster the town full of them, like, not necessarily with people, but in all the shops you can find, yeah. and I think people start to recognise it and be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that somewhere. Yeah. I recognise that. When you give it to people and they chuck it in the bin, then it or slightly different. Or chuck it on different. the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two, postcards. Postcards? You know, popping them in the mailbox. They're flying in pop the door. It, pop it in the post office. To all your friends that didn't show and said they would. <laughs> wishing wishing you were here. here. <laughs> you know, like a lot of professional productions, you get a thing through the door and it's like a little... It's little a good idea, slip. that. Yeah, there I'm you go. that. Number three, stickers. Yes. And there's a picture of like a coffee cup and people just sticking them on all the coffee cups in That's the shop. Cool if you could get a coffee shop to agree to do yeah. that, I think that would be, be awesome. a struggle. But yeah, have small stickers made up with your show's logo, dates and links and ask a local coffee shop whether it would be okay to stick the one they lead. There's an example there. Boom. So uh, that's a good idea. Didn't think of that. Yeah. I mean, I love a good sticker. Stick them on people's foreheads. We'll stick them on their backs. <laughs> there you go. Stick them on their backs. Yeah. Number four, that. a podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, apparently, find a local podcast that's about the arts. Us. Yeah. Or the happenings in your town. Us. And ask them to do a segment on your show in exchange for comps for the show. Us. Yeah. <laughs> what do we tell you guys all the yeah. time? It's a great way to promote. Number five, Facebook ads. Yeah. Way forward. If used in the right way. Yeah. Because Facebook is linked with Instagram, so you can make one advert on Facebook ads and it'll go to both platforms. Yeah. And so the good news is you can put in tip. as much or as little money as you want into that. True. Hmm? Uh, number six, a blog. 
Is this an Anna's top 10? No, Sorry. Anna's top 10. Are there, are there 10 things? Yeah. No, 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 she didn't specify a number, actually. So it could be an Anna's top 10. It could. Could be. Could. Whatever. Anna loves a top 10. Anna's top 10. Anna's top 10. A blog, yeah. Um, do a you blog? Know? That seems like a lot of effort. Well, I suppose if someone in the arts is uh, in the show is already you doing a blog. You could say a podcast is a lot of effort and we do it. True. Yeah, but we're not, yeah, specific, but it's not specific to a show. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. No, but if people blog and they're popular for their blogs, oh, they can be like, yeah. and if they talk about theatre a lot, true. then you might as well be like, hey, we've got a show coming up and you're, we live near you. Boom. Come and uh, promote that. Okay. Social media as a whole. Yeah. I mean. Should be doing that anyway. Instagram. Yeah. Pretty popular at the moment. It is. We discussed so this the other day, didn't we? We did, actually. And if you are a theatre society listening to this and you are not on Instagram, sort it out. Get on Instagram. It says, remember to post pictures that will stir intrigue or make people laugh. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bit of a... We, <laughs> we do that quite often. Yeah. Don't mean to. <laughs> Follow me at Hazel Boobs. Uh, there's a lot of intrigue. A <laughs> couple of laughs. Maybe a surprise or two. Did you just and drop some a friends plug? along the way? Of course. Wow. Oh. Um, a retweet contest. Ooh, I've never wow. heard of that. A retweet no. contest. Post about your show on Twitter and turn it into a contest by asking people to retweet. Oh yeah. yeah. And One you lucky win a retweet, yeah. retweet will win a pair of tickets to the show. Yeah. Ah, and that. if you can swing it, throw in some swag too. <laughs> who doesn't love a free t-shirt? Sounds like a who can retweet the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this one's pretty obvious. A big cast. If you have a big cast, more people come. Yeah. Bums on seats. True. And it's free to do. True. I guess. So, yeah. It's free to do, but it's not easy to do. And to get the last one. And also, it's not really free because you have to pay for more costumes, etc., etc. Yeah, but then they but pay, pay to be in levies, it. Yeah, don't they? pay show levy. Mm. Mm. And the last one is guest roles. Is there a part in your show that can be done by a special guest audience <laughs> member? <laughs> Doreen! I am the, the one, one and only. only. Give away a small part through social media contests or audience raffles to raise oh, money no, for the theatre. You'll oh. get more buzz from patrons who come to see their friend play the butler in one random scene. Well. There you go. And it's free. I will play the butler in a random <laughs> scene. If any society wants me to guess, oh. I will play the butler. <laughs> Okay, sorry, there's two more, quickly. Website, wix.com, easy peasy. And then community service, (laughs) volunteer in your local area. Boom, get on it. Done. That is a great article, very informative. Thank you, Jazz. If anyone needs any help with that, please do reach out to us. Uh, Us as a collective have a broad scope of how a theatre society works and we may be able to help you out. So please do reach out to us we on any of you. our social media tags. So cool and connected. Oh yeah, Lucy, on to you. Lucy Lou. Okie dokie, my article is from The Guardian and it is Guardian. titled, That Took Long Enough. Black ballerinas finally get shoes to match their skin. Rightly so. Oh, lovely. That's nice. Which is really, really good. I didn't realise that was an issue. Uh, yeah, massive issue. Um, it also yeah. <laughs> it also brings up the issue of the fact that they uh, have been wearing pink tights for years as well because um, obviously pink tights on people with black skin end up looking grey. Mm. 
Um, And I didn't know they manufactured any, but they do actually stock them now. Um, So the company Freed, who you may or may not have heard of, they have a very big brand in uh, point shoes, have started doing um, point shoes for ballerinas who have different colored skin um they call them two there's two versions so there's either bronze or brown um and there is an image on the website if you want to have a look um they're not actually the first company to manufacture point shoes of different colors uh gainer Min, uh, i think they're called yeah gainer minden have actually launched a new colour range in 2017. But I know from experience of buying point shoes that they're a really expensive brand. So the fact that Freed have now done it as well really just makes it a lot more accessible to everybody, which is great. Um, They used to do something... Now, I I don't know how right this is, as in uh, right to call it this, but they used to call it pancaking, which is what dancers used to do to make their shoes match their skin colour by covering them in makeup, which I just think is absolutely ridiculous that they had to do that. Um, But somebody called um, Sira Robinson said um, she's actually done more pancaking since the brown shoes came out than she'd ever done before. Um, It's just what dancers do to make the shoes match their skin colour by covering them up in makeup. For Robinson, it was just part of the ritual involved in preparing your point shoes for dance because obviously involved with point shoes is also darning the ends, sewing the ribbons on, breaking them in, etc, etc. So for her, she said that's just how it was and it wasn't a massive issue to her. Um... She said that she felt more uncomfortable about the traditional pink tights, which didn't match the rest of the body. She says that pancaking was a tradition, but ballet is also about inclusion and the pink tights are really not, like, there's nothing. If you wanted to make someone feel unincluded, there's not really anything you could do more than giving them pink ballet tights, Mm. really, is there? Um, However, it has got a bit of backlash, which, which I'm actually really upset about um obviously in the ballet industry there are quite a lot of people with very traditional views um but I would just if anyone wants to hear more about this I would tell them to read the article because I don't particularly want to read out some of the comments that have been made online on social media and things because it's actually been really unpleasant for um a ballerina called uh, Misty Copeland, uh, she is a black ballerina and she's had a lot of backlash. Um, I will just read out one comment to show you how nasty it's gotten. Um, she's been posting the images of the new point shoes um, and has kind of been the face of it. And somebody has commented saying, we fed you, clothed you, educated you, and now you want point shoes in your own skin colour. I don't follow it up, but there's definitely an undercurrent of ballet is pink it's meant to be pink uh which obviously i don't agree with at all i think it's disgusting to be honest with you um but it's it's sparked a lot of debate in the ballet world um 
That's not moving with the times. No, is it? it's That's not. Really it's not, not at all. But I'm obviously, I'm I'm saying that there's been this um, negativity. Obviously, it's a lot easier to look at the negative comments than it is to look at the positive comments. There have also been people that say it's brilliant. Um, it's it's so. Somebody has said this has really sparked something, which is a testament to the fact that it is really important that we keep talking about race, even though it's uncomfortable. She thinks that people get too caught up in worrying about terminology and it often shuts down conversation. It's so easy to go down a path of being offended. Sometimes you have to push through that talk about the actual issue, which in our case is the lack of black women in ballet. Um, this is then followed up by saying that Ballet Black are touring in the UK until June. Ballet Black is a company of black ballet dancers. Mm. Um so if you want to go and see them, you could get tickets to some Good. of their show. But also on the end of the link, there is um, more information about how you can support that. So if it's something you're interested and want to read more about the debate or something that you might be able to do to help, go to The Guardian. Good. Links in the show notes. It's, it's sad, isn't it? You it's think everyone's sad. moving with the times and then you get stuff like that. And it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was I was really excited when I started reading the article, and then as I kept reading it, I got more and more disappointed, and actually felt really ashamed to be a part of the ballet world because I would hate to think that one day I might have a student that goes to audition for vocational school and might not get in because of the color of their skin. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Horrible. Um, Awful. Yeah. So, anyway, we can do what we can to talk about it and yeah. progress with the times and hopefully we'll um kind of the, the generation that think that way will eventually disappear and we'll bring up a new gen generation of dancers that don't see an issue with it Accepting. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah good good yeah and rightly so mm -hmm. so we should okay on to my article my article is also from theater nerds hey so you hear that women do a lot of duets, but you hardly ever hear of men doing duets. I don't know why, but it's very rare that you hear, like you hear male quartets or trios, but duets I, I find in shows is, is rare. Mm. Um, so here are 15 overlooked contemporary male duets. Jazz's top 15. Yeah, top 15. Uh, number one is Two Nobodies in New York from Title of Show. A very good show, that is. Uh, very small cast. A very good show, That's that is. Show. Yeah, that is the title <laughs> of the show. Um, Devil Take the Hidmost from Love Never Dies. So I'm guessing... It's the Phantom sequel. The, I've never yeah, seen it, the, but I want to see it. I haven't. I have yeah. a friend who... Bring it back. I think... Phantom is one of his favourite shows and he said he saw Love Never Dies and he said it was better than Bring Phantom. Really? Lots back. Better. Set, it's set at Coney Island Fun Fair, I think, as well, oh, right okay. on the pier, which is That's quite cool. weird and cool. But yeah, yeah, he said it was so much better than Phantom. Fair so. enough. Nice. Um, yeah. Number three is Worlds Apart from Big River. I've not heard or seen of Big River, but... I will investigate it now mm. that I have. Uh, Dirty Rotten Number from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> uh, Take What You Got from Kinky Boots. Completely forgot about that. Mm. Um, My least favourite song. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fair well. enough. I quite like that one. It's a good one. I thought I thought that was just him on his guitar, though. He comes in and he goes... He sings it. 
if you're on the wrong path. Yeah. I would have you really, really sing but much. But there is though. a lot of sing together at the male end, duets in that in that show as a whole. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. True. I'm not my father's, which might be on there. Not, not my, my father's son. son. I would. I I wouldn't say that is a duet. I would say that is a like solo a solo featuring. Input. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's enough. Yeah. Um, number six, you can do better than him from Bonnie and Clyde. I thought that was a to a girl and a man. Oh, what on the image? No, no, no. That song just. Mm. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, and uh, on this article, it actually tells you the voice ranges as well. So oh, it tells nice. You, yeah, so like uh, it says voice one, B2 to A4, and then voice two, E3 to G4. You sunk so, my battleship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven is the riddle song from Floyd Collins. Riddle, diddle, diddle, and a riddly Floyd D. Floyd Collins, I'm pretty sure oh, he <laughs> was the bloke that when he was a, a caver or something and died in a cave. Pretty sure that's oh, him. Sorry, I'm not laughing at the man that died in a cave. No. I'm just laughing at Riddle, Riddle, Riddle. Riddle, Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Together Again from Young Together Frankenstein. Again. Good song. I don't know that song. Uh, I was singing a different song. Yeah. Vegas. Number nine is Vegas from Tales from the Bad Years. I haven't heard of that, but from the image, it looks quite fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is Blazer Trail from The Trails. <laughs> that looks like. Um, a show of men, just two men, which is quite cool. Um, number 11 is Boys from Glory Days. Number 12 is You Are My from Sea Rock City. Oh, that's tricky to say that. Uh, number 13 is My Best Friend by John Reed Giant. Can you pronounce that? Giant, maybe. Gilt. Yeah. No idea. So is that him or is that a musical? Oh, although not from a musical, uh, his work is popular with like many the, top Broadway performers. Like the Jason Robert Brown stuff. Yeah, very much. So uh, Henry and Mudge from Henry and Mudge. Uh, Frankie fried piece of man meat from Crazy Just Like Me. <laughs> that is a mouthful, that. Yeah. Not many popular no. shows there, really, no. apart from King yeah. BFF yeah. from SpongeBob. Great Me duet. Is that? Have you finished it? That's yeah, such that's a good duet. 50. Book of Mormon. Yeah, so yeah. Anything like yeah, that? Yeah, you and me, but mostly me. No, it's it, it's fifteen overlooked contemporary uh, male so duets. So a lot of duets that people don't do. Don't I I feel like pick. a better title for that article would be like fifteen, um, like unknown duets. Not, yeah. Yeah, they seem mm. like very small shows. For the most part. It's good though. Shows you that there's a lot. There is. Yeah, there's a lot. 15. Like, I thought there's really? quite a lot. Of mm. Just. There's one in Jamie as well, Two isn't men. there? No. I don't think so. Maybe. Mm. No, no, there's not. Mm. No. No. Coco no, Chanel no. sings a solo. No. Well, Loco Chanel. So, yes, that was our, our articles. Let's move on to Amdram shows. Who wants to kick us off? with their show that they have chosen. I will. Go on, Lucy, hit us with My it. My show is The Addams Family, a new musical. It is on from the 10th to the 13th of April by the Brynmoir Musical Theatre Company. Oh. It is at the 
Beaufort Theatre on Beaufort <laughs> Hill at Ebe Vale, and I'm not going to pronounce the next bit. The postcode is NP235QQ. Somewhere in Wales. Uh, if you want to book tickets, you need to go to the box office on 07743 I chose the musical because you don't see it done very often. Yeah. Nice. True. Adam's Family is a good show, though. It's a very good show. Mm. Love to do um, it. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Anna? The best little whorehouse in Texas. Oh, yeehaw. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I picked this show is because, again, I don't think a lot of people do it. It's an old show, um, but <laughs> I really want to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> Apparently it's such good fun uh, when you do it. Um, do you guys know anything about it? Nope. Okay, I'll read the, I'll read the description that they you've said. The society. So it is the best little whorehouse in Texas, running from the 10th to the 13th of April by the Good Companions Stage Society. Oh. Very strong. Good show. Good companions. Um, At the Repton 400 Hall Theatre in Derby. Um, So this is the description of the show, if anyone wants to know what the show's about and doesn't know. Um, The show, which is based on a true story, revolves around the Chicken Ranch, a pleasure palace in a small Texas town. The locals have a good relationship with the institution and its owners, Miss Mona, is respected in the community. However, when a TV reporter exposes the goings-on in the chicken ranch, outside interests want it shut down. Wider audiences may be familiar with the 1982 movie adaptation starring Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds. Dolly Parton? And they're doing a signed performance on the 11th of April. That is so cool. Yeah. So you can call the box office on 01332 Eight zero zero, but yeah, I think that's cool. Signed performance. That's really cool. That. That's the first yeah. time I've seen an Amdram Society do that. Yeah, tickets are twelve pound fifty. That's decent. That. Mm. Mm. I think it's really cool with that signed performance. Yeah, awesome. BSL signed performance. Cool, Tom. Uh, I so <laughs> we we choose our shows between a certain date and we usually discuss what we've picked <laughs> i did not discuss with lucy uh what we picked beforehand because we had a fight we yeah. did yeah I, i've got I, a black eye at the minute you can't see i beat tom and i've got up a really neck bad. brace and three crutches um i beat him at chess yeah very painful um but i'm also doing the adams family <laughs> but i uh, i've noticed it's it's a different Family, so I'm still going to do it. Um, so <laughs> mine's on from the 11th of April to the 13th of April. Very similar dates uh, with a matinee on the 13th. Um, mine is being performed by the Spa Theatre Company, SPA. Um, and it's not in caps. So Spa. I'm guessing that doesn't stand for anything. Uh, they're performing at the Bridge House Theatre, uh, which is in Warwickshire. Um, you can get tickets by calling the box office on 01926 776438. Definitely uh, a different company. <laughs> yeah, or you can go on uh, their website for more information, which is www.spatheatre.com slash summer show. Nice, cool. 
All the links to our shows are in the show notes. The show notes. That leaves me with my show. So I have got a local show to us. It is the Compton Players and they are doing The Lady Killers. It is running from the 10th to the 13th of April at the Compton Village Hall. Tickets are £9, £8 for concessions. Oh, lovely. That is decent. That's good. Um, You can get your tickets online at boxoff.co.uk. What a A website. Boxoff.co.uk. Boxoff. Or you can call uh, 07 But tickets are going fast, I have been told by a local source. So get them quick. Get them now. Yeah. Right now. Go and get them. Now. Should we play a game? Yeah. Go on then. All right, okay. Then sausage. We're going to play Gus the character. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that L- character? Nice. I quite like L- that jingle. Let's yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have thought of a musical theatre character. No way. The what? guys take it in turn to ask a question and I will give a yes or no answer until they guess the question. So, Do you back mean until to... we guess the character? Yeah, sorry, what did I say? Until we guess the question. Well, maybe you have to guess the question. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, mm. until you guess the character. So, alphabet points up for grabs today are 54 alphabet points. Who won last time? Do you remember? Probably Tom. Tom. Was Tom. He guessed Dear Evan Hansen. Did. Won 12 alphabet points. So, more up for I grabs traded today. Him. For what? A cookie. Yeah, I no, I did like I traded him for a key ring and a couple of pens from oh, the booth. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's very enough. overpriced booth for Is it? the points points to prize ratio. Yeah. What you got a key ring, a couple of pens, and a couple of pens for twelve alphabet points. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty decent. That mm. okay? So I have thought of a character. Ladies first, Lucy. Is it a boy? Yes, of course. It Anna. Is. Is it human? Yes. Tom. Is the show on the, in the West End currently? No. We'll continue in this order. Is the show in the Broadway? In the, in broad- the Broadway? Broadway. <laughs> Is the show in Broadway at the moment? No. Okay. Okay. Is it a main character? Yes. You said no to Broadway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yes to Broadway. No. <laughs> yes, I said no. Has it been on the West End? Um... I don't think so. If it has, it was a limited run. Is it a musical that is also a film? Yes. Mm. Have any of us performed in this show? Don't think so, no. Is the film uh, a recent film? Mm. Like last 10 years, maybe? No. Mm. It's a film, but it hasn't been on the West End. Is it a happy musical? Mm, I wouldn't say so, no. Is it Disney? Yes, but not this. What? That is not an answer. So the show's not Disney. The show's not Disney. The film's Disney. Yes. Interesting. Holy moly. Holy moly. What? Is it from Anastasia? No. Which I know is not Disney. Not Disney. But it is now. 
Is the film a live action film or cartoon? No. Oh. It's not live action, it's cartoon. Is it from The Hunchback of Notre Dame? It is. Is it The Hunchback of Notre Dame? It is. It's been on, it's been on, <laughs> it's been on Broadway. Broadway. But it's not been on West End. I thought I had a limited run. Or was that Maybe on it did. Broadway? I, it's I definitely been no. on Broadway. Oh, I don't, I don't think know. it has. I don't think it's been over here. No. Um, is it... <laughs> Tom, and a guest. <laughs> I thought you guessed the show. <laughs> is it Quasimodo? Oh, right. So, Is yes. it Quasimodo? <laughs> yes, surprisingly. So, Anna, well done. 54 alphabet points Thanks. for you. Don't spend them all at once. I guess, good. That's 5,000. <laughs> Fine, I'll I get tried. to toys. I tried to haggle. So, yes, it was Quasimodo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which leads us Nicely on done, Jess. Perfectly. On to our... Album of the week. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Album of the week, which was, Lucy, take it away. It was The Hunchback of Notre Dame. And it was very enjoyable. What did you think, everybody? It was very enjoyable. Beautiful. That would be my word for it. Beautiful. Yeah. Sum it up in one word, and then you can talk about it properly. Uh, Tom, to describe in one word? Grand. Grand. Jazz, Grand. one word to describe it? Intense. Oh, okay. So go on then, let's... Jazz as, watched it at a campsite. I did. As Anna said her word first, would you like to talk about it? Okay. Um, I loved it. I knew I was going to like it. I've performed one of the songs from the show before and it was... Yeah, challenging because the harmonies are so good. Cool. Yeah. But I what just, would you give it out of five max? I'd give it a four. Um, yeah, really liked it. And the music's very good. Very Les Mis-esque, which I don't, don't have a problem with that. But, Favourite song? Um. Oh, oh God. Have a think. I'll, I'll go. Back. No, 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 I've uh, got it. i got it. I just need to get it on Spotify. Yes. My favourite song. I wonder if it's going to be the same as mine. God help the outcasts. Because the harmonies in that, I got goosebumps. I was like, oh, so nice. Nice. Yeah. What did you think, Tommy? I I enjoyed it. Didn't have a huge amount of time to listen to it this week, but I I listened to it through once today. um, And I enjoyed it. I've heard a couple of songs before. Uh, My favourite song, I can't remember which one it was, but it's either... Uh, either someday or out there. I can't remember which one is like the the big one that Quasimodo sings. But we saw Disney's Broadway hits at the Royal Albert Hall a couple of years ago, and um, think it was Joshua Strickland who was the original Tarzan on Broadway <gasps> sang one of the, well he sung he sung whichever song it was out of those two, and I really liked it. So I enjoyed it listening to it again. I'd probably give it. Three mics, three and a half, maybe somewhere. Decent. Three, three, mm. three and a quarter. <laughs> I was 3. trying to think 2. three, 5. two point five, because it's not three point two five, is it? But yeah, it can be three point two five. Can it? There yeah. you go. Three point two five. Yeah. Recurring. But say three and three quarters, or three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Oh, okay. Somewhere between like three, three and a half, <laughs> which would be three point two five. 
Probably about to vote. Yeah. If, if, if rubbish as judges, if it was, me, if it was out of ten, it would be like a seven or eight. Okay. Okay. But out of five. But out of five. Yeah, marks. as I said. You know what? Yeah. I just said what it's out of five. <laughs> what did you think, Jazz? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was surprised that it is so similar and so close to the Disney production, uh, but I liked it because it felt familiar, um, which was nice. But it had that. Very, it had that much more theatre sound and feel to it rather than it being from a film score, mm-hmm. um, which I really enjoyed. Uh, Out There is my favourite song. Just love it. Absolutely love that song. It's mics. so good, so powerful. Um, I'd give it a three and a half mics out of mm. five. So. Good. Well, I picked good this week. You from what I've heard, did. the show was supposed to be phenomenal, but just didn't do very well. It's a shame. It's a shame. But in I terms would, of like, if it came to West End, income. I'd definitely go and see it. Yeah, mm. yeah I could do well. I'm sure do, it's it would do great that over that here. Had a short run or an adaptation of it, maybe like, as like yeah. a play. Of it's it in Germany, something. isn't it? Is it Germany? Similar. That's it in at the moment. France? No, it's like be good in France, isn't it? See that in Paris? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I would definitely say so. They did like an open theater outside. Not I'm just Dame. surprised it's not as popular as as could be mm. i suppose it's not one of the most well-known disney films is it mm. they're some they're the best ones though i think mm. the overrated yeah, ones mm. yeah absolutely uh, yeah interesting yeah cool you see what did you think of it i enjoyed it and i agree with anna it did sound very much like les mis and i agree with you also as much as it pains me to say <laughs> what? it was very <laughs> similar to the disney film which was nice because sometimes they change it too much and it's it loses some of the effect that it's meant to have. Um, I would give it a four out of five mics. Ooh. And my favourite song is Top of the World oh. that Esmeralda sings. It's beautiful. Lovely. Okay, cool. So let's spin the wheel and find out who is picking this week. I like how much it clicks considering there's like... Two names on the wheel at the moment. <laughs> Three it's names. Like yeah. But it's... Anna, it's you. So what album have you chosen for us to listen to? So my album of the week is Half a Sixpence. Oh, I could take that off my list. <laughs> Thank you very much. So Half a Sixpence is a, the 2017 production Ooh, that okay. is the one I would like you to listen to, everyone. Oh. 17, are you sure it's not 16? 16, that's oh. the one I meant. <laughs> what year is it? What, where what, are we? Year? what year are we in? 1854. Anna, describe the album cover to us. The album cover is uh, blue with a picture of a boy jumping, playing a banjo, and it says half a sixpence, um, and it says the new 2016 production London Cast Recording. Boom. The show is pure gold. Yeah, Daily Telegraph. Um, yes. Just like my fake leg. I'm bringing this back up because, it well, it was amazing when it was in the West End and then it went and now it's a bit died down. So I was like, why don't we listen to it? Well, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. All the more reason to listen to mm-hmm. it. All the better to see you with, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Big Bad Wolf. Um, so if you want to listen along with us, please do and let us know what you think. That was our 
Ba-da. Album of the week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. That was album of the week. Also, can I add a note? You if can. you listen to the soundtrack and like it, you can, it is up for Amdram rights. So you can Boom. do the show no if you'd like to do it. Can I that add a note? Actual show. It's a B flat. <laughs> it's probably it? no. <laughs> I, well, maybe. Maybe. I doubt it. It was very flat. Do you know what that note was? And if it's B, we'll find out. Okay. So, Tom, you like to end the podcast in very special ways. Yeah. Which special way would you like to end today? We play a game called Fibbage sometimes. We have to fill in the blank, (laughs) but this is a family-friendly podcast, so we're going to dial it down a bit. I'm going to say a line from a song, and you're going to fill in the blank. Cool. The hills are alive with the sound of blank. Are we all doing the same one? We can do different (laughs) ones if you want. Jazz. The hills are alive with the sound of... Pickles. Lucy. Hold it, flashbang, wallop, water. Cleaning product. <laughs> what a cleaning product. <laughs> Anna. What? Flash is a cleaning product. But the, oh, I see where you go. So is Bang Wallop. Yeah. It's not. Anna. One day more. Another day, another. Passport. <laughs> another day, another dollar. Tom. One for yourself. Um, I'm the Queen of England. Oh, I've gone for you. That was just all a blank that I made up. <laughs> I'll go on. I'll go on. I'll go, go on. on then. Go on then. I closed my eyes, drew back the... Hairline. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Ah. At podcast. Flashbang. Walla walla picture. Walla walla picture. Walla, we walla, love walla. you. <laughs> yeah, that was a mixture of the two. <laughs> Flashbang. Yeah. Walla walla picture. Walla walla picture. We love you. Flashbang. Walla 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 picture. Stick it in your front room. Stick it in your families. Front room.